You're listening to Leadership Double XL, created and written by Andreas von der Heidt, senior tech executive, global leadership expert and coach, LinkedIn influencer, author, and disruptive thinker. Narrated by Graham King. Today's episode, how to become a master of creativity. Work it. In my last blog article about creativity, I argued that masters of creativity are masters of creativity because they know how to think and not necessarily what to think. If you really want to become more creative, you can do so. Firstly, you need to follow a specific creative thinking pattern as the basis for any sustainable improvements. It consists of three levels. Topic of my previous article on creativity. Secondly, you need to work hard to improve your mental creativity skills by utilizing specific techniques and exercises. Topic of this article. In the past two decades, I've worked for and with some of the most creative and innovative companies in the world. What I've learned and practiced there in respect to increasing creativity levels is my favorite creativity techniques I'd like to share with you in this article. In addition, I strongly suggest reading the superb books, Thinker Toys, Cracking Creativity, and Gamestorming. Fundamental Techniques of Creativity Feed your brain. Creative thinkers love to eat new information, data, stories, etc. The more the better. Which books do you currently read? Many creative people would read four to six books at a time, and every month, up to three to four, some even more. Fiction, nonfiction, biographies, whatever. By the way, no need to read every book from A to Z. Here's some tips on reading. Start by reading what is of most interest to you, such as reading selectively. As you move on, broaden up your reading spectrum. Take notes. Work with your books. For example, write marginal notes, comments, etc. into them. Read magazines on different subjects. Personally, I love sports magazines, fashion and lifestyle titles, magazines on music, automobiles, and traveling. Read every day, two to three different newspapers. Scan through all main sections like politics, economy, business, sports, health, etc. They'll provide the latest news, which might act as a mental platform for additional interlinked ideas, which might pop up during the course of the day. Read biographies and how-to books. You'll find a wealth of new and unique ideas in them. Reflect while you read. Think about possible parallels between your issues at hand and what you read. Read and study an excellent book about speed reading. Besides reading, of course, you can find and should absorb new information and stimuli also by other means. Go to the movies, theater, opera. There's nothing like Pacini for me. Listen to music, eat different food, travel to various places, discover new locations in the place you live. Attend as many seminars, workshops, business conferences, and lectures as you can. Change your daily routine. You might know some of them. They do the things the way they've always done them. They put things always exactly in its place. All is nice and clean, lovely, folded, and beautifully labeled. Those are masters of routine, rarely masters of creativity. Instead, you should consciously try to change at least some of your monthly, weekly, in daily habits. Why not shop at a different supermarket next time? Why not take another route home from work? 
Why not listen to another radio station tomorrow? Why not change restaurants? Why not try a new drink? Why not brush your teeth with the other arm? Why not take a bath instead of a shower, etc., etc.? Got it? Store and archive new information. Some people keep a shoebox, a file folder, a little black book, most recently a tablet, to collect and store data, news, quotes, ads, pictures, designs, ideas, questions, cartoons, etc. There's no right or wrong method of storing and archiving. It should only fit your way of thinking, searching, and reviewing. However, either way, you should possess at least one idea collector and stimulator somewhere. And as you review your collected material periodically, you will stimulate your imagination. You will start to search out connections between collected data and your present situation or challenge. Warming up techniques of creativity. The following exercises are well suited to allow group members to open up their minds, to relax, and to start getting creative. The first two of them I like running at the beginning of workshops and seminars. Symbol. Participants are asked to draw, display, present, etc. A symbol that represents their view about the task and or the problem. It could be anything. A simple drawing, a sketch, a comedy, an advertisement, the moon, a can of coke, etc. Afterwards, each participant would explain their symbol and what it means to them and how it explains the situation. Baby pictures. Before this exercise, we need to ask participants to bring with them a picture of her or himself as a baby. Post them on the wall without labels. Ask everyone to match the pictures with the participants. This is a great icebreaker, which guarantees that people unclench, have a good laugh, and start to be eager for more. Alternatively, you could also ask participants to bring a photo of their favorite animal, etc. with them. Walking in somebody else's shoes. In this striking exercise, people will find out what it's really like to be someone in a different position. One day, for example, I went with some marketing and product managers to work during a day in a drugstore to better understand how consumers were buying our products. They were posing as shop assistants and helped various customers during the entire sales process. Recording specific behaviors, questions, particular sentences, etc. Back at our offices, we exchanged experiences, discussed our observations, and talked about ways of improving product packaging and product information material to simplify the buying process for consumers. Advanced Techniques of Creativity Reverse Assumptions Reversing your assumptions broadens your thinking. Many creative thinkers get their most original ideas when they challenge and reverse the obvious. This is how to do it. State your challenge. List your assumptions. Challenge your fundamental assumptions. Reverse each assumption by writing down the opposite of each one. Record different viewpoints that might be useful. Evaluate how to accomplish each reversal. And list as many ideas as you can. Deconstruct your problem. To simulate new ideas, you should determine and list the different attributes of a given task. Then work on one attribute at a time. Focus on each attribute, describe it, and try to change and improve it. The more you'll do that, the more likely you are to think more flexibly, more fluently, and to discover alternative ideas and solutions. Imagine different scenarios of the future. That's a classic, yet still a very powerful exercise. When you force yourself to think about the future, 
you're automatically thinking about what is happening now and what has already happened in the past. The combination of these three interlinked time dimensions is extremely important. Let's assume that in the first step, you've stated a particular business decision that has to be taken. In the next step, you would need to identify the forces that have an impact on the decisions, political, economic, social, technological, and so on. Based on such analysis, you would build three to four future scenarios incorporating all information available. By varying the different input factors, forces, by changing them and or combining them, you would develop scenarios into stories. A final step, you would need to search for business opportunities within each scenario and for new ideas. Creativity boosting techniques. Analogies. Analogies are comparisons of the similar features of two things. Think of submarines and bats. What do they have in common? Yes, the solar system, because both emit sounds that bounce off objects in their way. By making analogical connections between two or more things, you can quickly come up with a number of unconventional ideas. The greater the distance between challenge and example, like the stranger the analogy, the better your chance for innovative thoughts. Genusian thinking, also called paradoxal thinking. It involves creating a paradox or contradiction by receiving two opposing ideas as being currently true. Examples are winning by losing, or disagreeing and committing, or setting realistic yet challenging goals. The contradiction and its meanings would generate new insights and ideas. The anti-problem. This group exercise helps when people are stuck and are at their wit's end, meaning the team is already working on a problem. They're running out of ideas. By asking them to identify ways to solve the problem opposite to their current problem, it becomes easier to see where a solution might be. Let's assume that the problem is to increase sales. In this instance, the team would brainstorm ways to get customers to avoid buying products. The more extreme the problem's opposite, the better. The Disney Technique No doubt, this is one of the best ones. From the master of creativity himself, an offspring of this vivid imagination to produce truly fantastical ideas. To generate and evaluate new ideas, Walt Disney would have shifted his perspective three times by playing three separate and distinct roles. The dreamer, generating as many fantasies as possible, the realist, working the fantasies into practical ideas, and the critic, poking holes into the idea. Applying above-listed techniques, tips, and exercises, together with a required mind shift, please see my previous article on creativity, will help you to open your mind and to discover the beautiful world of creative and innovative solutions. It takes conviction, practice, and hard work the good news, however, is that everyone can learn it. Everyone can become a master of creativity. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some valuable nuggets out of it. To learn more about Leadership XXL, have a look at the latest book of Andreas, which is called The Seven Qualities of Tomorrow's Top Leaders, or contact him directly via LinkedIn. Looking forward to talking to you in the next episode of the Leadership XXL podcast.